Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from the sunny city of Angels, and it's brought to you by Farmers at Farmers. We've seen almost everything. Soon to cover almost anything. When it's game time, have an experienced player help you stay ahead of the game. Put their experience into play at Farmers.com. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. So, with no games this weekend and no one really caring about the National Hockey League or uh, the Indy 500, just I have no topics for you on Indy 500. I can't. A French guy wins it, and all I could think of was Ricky Bobby, right? That's all I could think of. That doesn't mean that I didn't, you know, stop and watch for a bit. And then I was wondering, like, hey, when did we stop caring about the Indy 500? The Coca-Cola 600 was on later on in the evening. I actually watched some of that. But then all of a sudden we got this Lakers story, kerplunk, plopped in our lap. We had heard there had been whispers that there was a, a negative piece coming out about the leadership 
of Magic Johnson. Remember, when Magic Johnson summarily resigned, there were stories that there was a story that ESPN.com was working on. It dropped today. And you know what it was? Basically, everything we've told you. There was some insight. There was some detail. He talked to a lot of people. Maybe the the most interesting of which was uh, something I'll play for you in a moment. Rob Palinka telling a story which is factually incorrect, impossible to have, have, have happened. But what have we told you about the Lakers? Going back to the trade deadline debacle, we said this was a coup d'etat. This was LeBron's group going, hey, we could take over the Cleveland Cavaliers Hostile takeover at some point if we stay. Maybe we could somehow wrestle ownership away from from the guy who you know wrote that famous letter, right? Dan Gilbert, who of course apparently suffered some sort of mild stroke. Hope he gets better. But th- there was the thought: Hey, why take over the Cavs? Why take over Northern Ohio when we can take over LA? We can take over the Lakers. They already had a couple clients on the Lakers. They could land free agent clients on the Lakers. They could hire their own coach. LeBron and and Rich Paul could be the acting GMs. And everything you read essentially says as much, that this is part of the fight. How much do you let those guys be around? How much say should they have? Magic Johnson apparently not as smiley and as huggable when he's trying to lead an organization. Did they get rid of some people? They did. Apparently 37.5% of the employees that were there before Magic and Palinka took over are no longer there. That happens with every regime change. Maybe not with the Lakers because they're more of a mom and pop. But the idea that Magic is not what he seemed to be or that Magic was a guy who wanted autonomous power yet didn't want to put in the work and then questioned anybody who questioned him. And when things went wrong, he was accountable in terms of holding everyone else except himself accountable, completely believable. Rob Palinka is an agent. Agents have a tendency to embellish and flat out make things up. All that seemed to play out, right? I mean, the idea that Rich Paul wanted to make a coaching change and went to the commissioner of the NBA in, it, to, to express his desire for the Lakers to change coaches is exactly what we've told you. Rich Paul's feeling himself. Found himself in L.A. with what he thought was the most powerful player in the NBA. And even on a chessboard, though the queen is the most powerful, the queen does not have autonomous power. The queen is not... Um, queen is, the queen is not... Uh, what's the Avengers with the stick stones... With the Infinity Stones, what's the guy who gets... No, what's the guy? Thanos. He's not Thanos, right? He can't snap his fingers and half the world, half the Lakers disappear, although they tried. That's a movie. This is real life. And yeah, Jeannie Buss is way in over her head. And when Magic quit, she went went dark on people because she didn't want to say or do or act the wrong way because I'm sure she was ticked. Because that is what doesn't appear to happen when you have a unified front. Right? Like all of these things are understandable. And if anything, the, the explanation that I got without it being explained in the piece was that Jeannie 
and her crew, Linda Rambis, they realized it's a coup d'etat, and they weren't going to roll out the red carpet for Ty Lue. They didn't want him to be a coach beyond LeBron James. You know why? Because when LeBron's done, they want LeBron to be done. They don't want LeBron to have some sort of power, whether it's coach or GM or player or etc. So do I think the piece is some sort of certificate on how great journalism still exists? Not really. Do I think there are outright lies in the piece? No, but there are some parts to it which clearly reported on from the perspective of somebody that's not inside the know, right? Like Amari Spellman wasn't drafted, even though they thought they were going to draft Amari Spellman. And there's two war rooms, and one war room is made up of the non-players. By players, I mean Magic and Palinka. And so when they didn't draft Amari Spellman, instead they drafted Mo Wagner, it perked up their ears. But that happens. I mean, I've heard Amari Spellman's got bad knees. He couldn't practice all the time in college because of the weight that he used to carry. And Mo Wagner had a clean slate, so he was on the do-not-draft list. That's why they passed on him. Look, people in that same secondary war room didn't want them to draft Lonzo Ball. They preferred De'Aaron Fox. They preferred several others who came in on workouts. But they don't get to make the decision. Palinka and Magic did. And Magic had an affinity for Lonzo Ball, who may well become a very, very good player, but there's a mistake that he has never owned. So my takeaway for the piece is, it may feel like a hit piece. I think it's pretty well researched, but I, I don't think it's from people so much in the know, even though most of what they're saying does appear to be accurate. Like here's a, here's an example. Contavious Caldwell Pope was allowed to practice and play while serving a 25 day jail uh, sentence for violating the terms of his probation stemming from a DUI charge, a decision that multiple team staffers said caused unrest in the franchise. Caldwell Pope was allowed to leave the Seal Beach Police Department detention center to attend practice in Laker games as part of a work release program. He wasn't allowed to travel outside the state, resulting in a missing one game in Cleveland, one in Memphis, and two in Houston. Quote, anyone else would have put him on personal leave or suspended him, one coaching staff, uh, one coaching staff member said. I've talked to people in the Lakers, and they were like, look, it was weird. The guy was in the facility at 6 a.m. every day because all he wanted to do is get out of the detention center. And he was a show up late, leave early guy. And all of a sudden he's a show up early, leave late guy, eat all his meals there because then he could visit his family there. But remember, he also served a two-week suspension from the NBA because of the DUI, which was in the offseason before he officially became a Laker. And they didn't really have any other option. This was not on this year's team. This was on last year's team when they were just trying to be young and win games. And if they didn't have Contavious Caldwell-Pope, they would have had to activate Luol Deng. And that didn't work. If you don't believe me, look at Luol Deng. He started the first game of the season and then never played has not played another game in the NBA. So it's not a crap article. But the perspectives from which it's presented are not always in the know, but you get the gist of everything we've told you about the Lakers. And at the end of it, Jeannie's still in charge. So is Rob Palinka. They still have LeBron James and Magic Johnson does not appear to be the guy that smiles and is super happy and just wants everybody to have fun. Got it?
Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You can hear Frank Isola on Sirius XM NBA Radio, Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Plus, you can read his work in The Athletic. He joins us now on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Uh, I'm sure you've read Baxter Holmes' piece on the Lakers. Did you find anything super new or super telling in there? I mean, I think it was, you know, I'm surprised that more of this stuff didn't come out during the regular season, just that it's, you know, clearly dysfunctional. And I think really what's going to start happening is I think more of the blame is going to fall on Jeannie Buss, who has remained pretty silent about this whole thing. I mean, come on, Doug, if you go all the way back to when Magic announced his resignation, then you had Magic going on first take, now you have this story, and really what it, you know, what it really brings to light is the fact that there just doesn't seem to be any control there. There are way too many people involved, and who really has the ultimate say? Is it Linda Rambis? How much of a say does Kurt Rambis have? Is it Rob Palenka? What about Phil Jackson? 
who, according to Magic Johnson, uh, you know, does, now has a voice. So it just seems to be a lot of people involved. I don't know if that that really works for a lot of these organizations. I don't, you know, if you look at some of the best organizations, they don't do it this way. In the Lakers' way, let's be fair. If you judge it by the record, it's not working. No, no, but uh, they also they have LeBron. They have a good young core. They have $40 million in cap space. They have the number four pick in the draft. Like, look, I, I don't think Magic Johnson comes off well. I thought Rob Palinka comes off disingenuous, but none of that is none of that is new. I, I felt like the thing that I felt and I had heard and became obvious is, like, look, LeBron's guys tried a coup d'etat, right? They tried, they wanted yep. their coach, they wanted their player, they wanted, and they were shot down. Like, I almost think, feel like Linda Rambis was... Uh, was a good consigliere to to Jeannie Buss in that she saw the 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 possibility of losing any sort of control over the Lakers, and that's why they shot down the Tyloo thing. Yeah, and I also think I think what the Lakers really have to consider is what are they going to do with LeBron James. I think if you're being fair about it, if you give LeBron this season, the next season, yeah, he's like we talked about this before, Doug. The guy has played so many games. So many playoff games, so many minutes. And his timetable compared to the rest of the team is a lot different. Now, if they can go out during the offseason and make a trade to get Bradley Beal or they sign a top free agent, that changes everything. But you'd have to admit, this isn't the Lakers that we're used to. If you look, you know, they've missed the playoffs six years. Prior to this, even if you go all the way back to Minneapolis, they missed the playoffs a total of six times. But things do change quickly in the NBA where you know, we used to think of the Lakers as the organization. That's the place where everyone wanted to go. It's the Lakers. It's Los Angeles. That really hasn't been the case, whether or not it was LaMarcus Aldridge. Uh, Kevin Durant has been a free agent a couple of times. And now if you're looking at the top two guys, Kevin Durant and Kawhi Leonard, and maybe something will change between now and July. But if they don't get either one of those guys, now you're looking at that next-level guy, whether it's going to be Jimmy Butler or, like I said, if you make a trade for Bradley Beal, but if you have LeBron James on your roster, you know you're not talking four years down the road. You need to win, you know, this upcoming season or the next season. It's not like it's going to get better for him. And I know that they were had a great record on Christmas Day when they beat the Golden State Warriors. But he suffered an injury. That's the first significant injury of his career. What makes everyone think that all of a sudden he's going to be healthy now? I don't. I, I don't see that considering how much, uh, how many minutes he's played over his career. That's the voice of Frank Isola, who writes for The Athletic. You can hear him on Sirius XM NBA Radio. Uh, so KD is going to travel but not play in Game 1. This does feel like a precursor to KD riding in on the white horse, doesn't it? It does, and I also think it's smart of him to make the trip. I mean, why? I understand not going to Portland for those two games. They're up 2-0 in the series. You know that the series if you know, could eventually come back. To Oakland, but I think it's smart of him to travel. Come on, Doug. It's, the thing is going to be stretched out. They're, playing, they're leaving today. Game two is on Sunday. So why wouldn't you be there? Maybe you can recover between games one and two. But I really think what it is, be around the team. And then if he plays in game three next Wednesday, that would be exactly four weeks from the day that he suffered the injury. So I think the day that Kevin Durant got, hot, uh, got injured, if they had said he's out four weeks, you would have said, wow, that's a long time. But here we are. We're now only, what is it, uh, nine, ten days, no, eight days away from already being four weeks. So I think the timetable is going to be game three. And you could see a scenario like you just pointed out. Maybe it'll be 1-1 going back to Oakland and Kevin Durant plays in game three. And I, I would have to think being out a month is, you know, it's, it's going to affect them a little bit. But I still think they're a better team with him, and I think it'll make a difference. And that's why I think it'll go six games. 
And I think the last, I mean, what a way to close out Oracle Arena, the last ever Warriors game there could be them lifting the Larry O'Brien trophy. Yeah, it could be, could be amazing. Um, what about the Raptors and their ability to ad- advance? Was it more about them or more about the Bucks' uh, inadequacies? Yeah, I thought it was most. I thought it was mostly about Kawhi Leonard, who was just on a different level than everyone else out there. You know, Giannis is going to be the MVP, but he's not nearly the player right now that Kawhi Leonard is. Just in terms of experience, a much better you know all around game. You know, can make three pointers, mid range shots, can overpower guys in the post. It's going to be a great learning experience for Milwaukee. So their experience certainly hurt them. And I thought some of their guys, like Eric Bledsoe, had a, I thought had a really poor series, especially in Game 6. But this was more about Kawhi Leonard. And this is why Masai went out and made that trade. You know, all the people in Toronto, they loved DeMar DeRozan because DeMar DeRozan, unlike Damon Stoudemire and Tracy McGrady and Vince Carter and Chris Bosh, who all wanted to leave Toronto basically the day that they got there, DeMar DeRozan signed up to stay. He was a guy that was really drafted there, so the city fell in love with, that, with him. He fell in love with the city. So there was this emotional attachment. But I remember the time when they made the trade. I mean, you're going out and you're getting a top five player in the league. Now he's top three. You can make the case he's the best player in the league. The trade made all the sense in the world because you've been in existence for 24 years. You're trying to get to a finals. And regardless of what happens, if he decides to leave after this, uh, you know, in July, you know, you could trade Kyle Lowry. You can kind of reboot a little bit. You're obviously not going to be a championship contender. But I thought it was worth it going after a guy like Kawhi Leonard. And it's certainly paying off now. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, that's the voice of Frank Isola, and um, I, I'm intrigued by uh, a couple of other things in the NBA. You mentioned Brad Beal. That's suddenly become the hot name for the Lakers uh, to 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 trade for. They've obviously had a change at general ma- at general manager. Who if if not Brad Beal, or even if Brad Beal's, maybe, who are the other guys? We're not. There's always somebody who's moved. We're not talking about. Like the Chris yeah, Paul move, right? The Chris Paul move seemed kind of out of uh, out of thin air. Who's the guy who's moved that we're not talking about? Yeah, I know that's a, that's a good question. Right now, I do think, to your point, I do think it is Bradley Beal. I mean, if you're the Lakers, you're looking for that guy, kind of in his late twenties, who has a little bit of experience and can really be that second guy uh, for LeBron James. And I, and I would think now people have said Lonzo Ball. Don't they have to get more than Lonzo Ball for Bradley Beal? Well, then I'll what do you do? That. What do you do with John Wall when you when you have Lonzo Ball? Well, I, I, when is he coming back? That's the, that's the issue. I mean, who knows when John Wall is going to come back? He's definitely he's certainly going to miss next season. I mean, come on, if you went and got Lonzo Ball in the fourth overall pick, you'll probably be back in the lottery next season. If you're Washington, where are you going over the next couple of years? This ship has basically sailed for the Washington Wizards because you're not going to be one of the better teams in the Eastern Conference. And you're kind of waiting. for. It's amazing that John Wall has one of the worst contracts in the league that hasn't even really kicked in yet. That, that's amazing. John Wall would have been one of those guys. And I know there were people advocating a year ago to trade him. They really should have looked to do something like that because now, now they're stuck with him. But I think that Washington has to be one of those teams because you look at the teams in the Eastern Conference with veteran players that aren't going anywhere, and they kind of jump to the forefront. Maybe Kevin Love could be that guy too, Doug. Because if you look at Cleveland – you know, they're in a rebuilding situation. Maybe Kevin Love could be a guy that could potentially be on the move. Mm, that 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 would be that would be fascinating. Um, uh, what about Milwaukee? You know, th- there's a lot of questions for what they do with their roster. They have uh, not Giannis, but all the supporting cast players outside of Bledsoe is kind of a bad contract um, sur- surrounding him. They have contracts up. What do you think they look like next season? 
Well, it, it's, it's, it's a tough one for them. I, I do think that they're going to bring back um, Chris Middleton. You know that they want to bring back Brooke Lopez. There's only so much they could offer him. And certainly they want to bring, bring back Malcolm and Brogdon, who a lot of people like around the league. George Hill would be iffy and Miritich you don't know about. I would try to bring back those other three guys. But you know this, too. If you go back to last season with a team like Boston, Boston was at home, game seven. They were five minutes away from making it to an NBA Finals. You know, this year they got knocked out in the second round. Milwaukee was two wins away from making it to an NBA Finals. You really don't know if you're ever going to get back to that level again. You could think that you are, but, you know, you, there's a lot of competition out there. And, you know, moves get made during the season and, and players, you know, and trades happen. And the perfect case with Milwaukee, a lot of guys who are free agents. So, you know, if you're Milwaukee, you do have the great player, and that's what you always want to build around. But it's an interesting situation because I think that Giannis will always stay in Milwaukee. But the big thing is he wants to make sure that they're an organization that is always trying to win. And I think right now this, that's why this summer is going to be a, a pretty good test for ownership and management of the Milwaukee Bucks. Everyone loved the Bucks. They were like, you know, the, the little engine that could. But now it's about paying some of these guys and trying to keep this thing together. No question about it. Why has Brooklyn suddenly hopped into the mix ahead of the Knicks in some people's estimation as a possible destination for Kyrie and KD. Is it simple as ownership? Yeah, and I think there's, there's been a lot of that coming from kind of the Kyrie camp, because, of course, everyone has a camp. And, you know, I think he might look at the Brooklyn Nets as a little more stable situation. Plus, remember, the owner that's coming in, Joe Tsai, uh, you, know, you know, Chinese ownership, think about all the money that Kyrie Irving could possibly make overseas, you know, when you start having uh, that connection made as well in terms of endorsements and sponsorships and things like that. But from everything that I've heard, Kyrie, if he were to leave Boston, would like to live in his hometown of New York, New Jersey. But right now he's leaning a little bit more toward the Brooklyn Nets. But a lot could change within the next, you know, 30-plus days. But right now Brooklyn does seem to be a legitimate player. Brooklyn's just like the Clippers. They're the... Step, the, uh, the ugly stepchild of the you know of the Knicks and also of the Lakers, right. but right now both of them had better years, and right now both of them are positioned to make a big move. But will the tradition of those other teams, you know, be able to lure these big time players away? It seems like the Clippers might have a bit of an advantage because of Doc Rivers and Jerry West, but the Nets did a good job this season, and at least they made themselves more attractive to potential free agents. Awesome stuff. That's Frank Isola. Uh, by the way, Frank, do you have? I hate predictions, whatever. Do you, who do you think wins the finals? I'm going to pick uh, Golden State in six. Like I said, the last ever game at Oracle will be, uh, you know, they'll get the one more time lift the trophy. I think it'll be a competitive series early, especially with KD out. Still may be competitive when he comes back. Well, we, we, shall, we shall see. Uh, that's Frank Isola. Frank, thanks so much for joining us, man. Thanks, Doug. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. 
Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. I think I know what's going to happen in this series. I, I understand it's easy to troll Charles Barkley, who said the Warriors wouldn't win a series without Kevin Durant, and then they win four straight games against the Portland Trailblazers, and suddenly he looks like a complete and total buffoon to somebody who looks at the results. But if you looked at the process... They were down 17 in game two, down 18 in game three, down 17 in game four, and came back and won those games. That is playing with fire. Now, I know they're taking on a Raptors team that was down four, 15 uh, in their own right in game six, in which they just won. Like, comebacks do happen. It is the NBA. Every game seems to be tied in the fourth quarter. But you get down... 17, 18, and 17 points in three consecutive games out of just four. You are, and no one thinks of the Trailblazers as the second best team in the NBA, in the Western Conference. Uh, They're they're probably the second best team in the Pac Northwest, and they're the only NBA team in the Pac Northwest. They're a good team, but they overachieved this offseason, and ultimately that got exposed. But the Raptors were built for this time of year. Well, I'm not a huge Kyle Lowry fan at this point in his career. Kyle Lowry has been an all-star. Victor Oladipo has seen the wars, and he too has played in the NBA Finals. And of course, they went out and got Danny Green, who can't hit the broad side of the barn, but you're not going to leave him open because at this time of the year, those type of guys usually flourish. And then they have Kawhi Leonard, who's playing like the best or second best player in the game. This one feels different than the Portland series. It doesn't feel as fluky at all. 
And while Portland came in gassed, and if the series would have started yesterday or today, you could have said the same thing about Toronto. Toronto doesn't have to travel. They're going to have four full days off. They're a deep roster, and they may be getting one more rotation or starter back anyway. So you would think that they're going to be rested. The attrition of a of 13 games of the past two series on a younger team doesn't appear to be as troublesome. I feel like this is the series where a lot like the Clippers, a lot like the Rockets, that at some point in time you go like, oh, hey, Kevin Durant's the best player on this floor. Right? Kevin Durant in the playoffs this year, averaging 34.2 points per game. For perspective, in 17, he averaged 28.5 points per game. In 18, he averaged 29 points per game. He's shooting a higher percentage than last year and averaging five more points per game uh, than he did last year. He's a two-time finals MVP. And what's fascinating about the, they might be better without Kevin Durant. Do we remember the fact that when they had Kevin Durant and they were fully healthy, they went 16 and one, two years ago in the playoffs. I mean, they just kicked the living hell out of everybody in their way. And the only loss the only loss was to the Cavs in the NBA Finals, and Kyrie went crazy with 40, and LeBron was LeBron with 31. That's combined 71 of the 137 points that the Cavs scored. They just hit everything. Kevin Love had 23. It was one game in the NBA Finals, and then the next game, essentially Kevin Durant ended the series. So, I think he's been the best player in the league for the last two years. People finally come around to it this year. He didn't make first-team All-NBA, even though he should have. People were questioning him against the Clippers, and then three after the, th- the third game on, he just was kicking everybody's ass. The same thing was happening in Houston, and everybody was struggling. And it feels destined to be one of those series where we start to go like, hey, Toronto's better than we thought, Kawhi Leonard's better than we thought, and the Golden State Warriors don't have the benefit of playing an exhausted team or maybe a bit of an overachieving team like they did against Portland. And this is a series until Kevin Durant rides in on the white horse. Rides in the white horse, saves the day. I mean, in ideal made for a hot, made for TV or made for a Hollywood scenario. I can't think of a better one. Can't think of a better one for, for Kevin Durant. Now, if they win without him, does that change some of it? Does he come back and hurt some of their chemistry? Potentially. Potentially. But I think the strongest likelihood is here's a guy who all he has wanted has been respect and admiration for his level of skill. He earned it against the Clippers. He was getting it against the Rockets. And while there have been some seeds of disrespect planted, he will harvest them when he gets into a series that the team is likely to struggle in before he gets back. Yes, Ryan Music. Doesn't this feel like the the particular matchup of Kawhi Leonard being the Raptors, clearly their best player and go-to player offensively, seem like it's finally going to show just how badly that the Warriors need Durant, just based off of that? Because, I mean, like when they were matched up against the Trailblazers, they're trying to work through Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum, who are both, Lillard's not nearly as good as Curry, and McCollum isn't as good as Clay Thompson. 
So it's going to be, this is the time that they're finally going to notice how much they need someone like Durant. Yes. Yes. This is a step up in weight class in the Portland Trailblazers. The problem is we deal with some dated information, right? We go with, oh, the West is always better. Well, in this particular year, it's not the case, especially considering who advanced. It's just not. Portland wasn't even at full strength. It didn't have Nurkic. And so that changed how they had to play. Um, and because they didn't have the, a good enough three or four or five, you could double team CJ McCollum or Damian Lillard off of ball screens. So yes, I, I think the Raptors are the real deal. I, I think I thought Milwaukee was really good. I think, and, and you look positionally, you know, you're going to have to have either Draymond or more than likely Andre Godala match up with Kawhi Leonard. And while Andre Godala is an amazing defender, he's a tremendous defender, he's been banged up and it completely wears him out. And if you have Godala on the floor, that does limit some of the things you can do offensively. And they don't really have anybody else in the roster outside of Durant when he's healthy that can do a great job checking him. Right? Maybe Looney, I guess, a little bit. I guess Clay can too. A little bit big, a little bit strong for Clay. I mean, their their roster is matched up where they can match up with 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 Kawhi Leonard fairly well. Um, but Kevin Durant is the best because he can make Kawhi Leonard defend at the other end at a very very high level. <clears throat> Excuse me. I mean, look, Kawhi Leonard got his against Giannis. How do you think he's going to do against whether it's Looney? I think, obviously, Clay will do a great job on him. I, I think it's a fascinating series, but I, I think there's going to be some struggles there from Golden State. Doesn't mean I think they absolutely lose one and two, but they'll be underdogs in one and two, especially without him. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, yeah, because you got to think, he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on top of that. that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came to my room crying tears. (laughs) I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. He has his own media company, 2319. Sports Talk 2319, that's because he scored 2,319 points when he played at UD, University of Detroit. He's Rashad Phillips. He's a friend of the program. He joins the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Rashad, how are you? I'm fantastic, Doug. How are you doing? Good, man. Um, you always hashtag talk soon, so we're actually talking now. Let's um, talk. All right, let, let's talk. Um, in February, you yeah. tweeted out, Kawhi Leonard to Golden State this summer once KD leaves. Golden State yeah. won't miss a beat. Talk soon. Hashtag Yoda. You still feel like Kawhi Leonard ends up in Golden State? Um, I just think there's a there's a strong possibility that that happens. I mean, you, you got to look at the situation at hand where, I mean, Kawhi has put himself in a situation where he's in a win-win. Um, Toronto obviously loves him, and rightfully so, and he's a West Coast kid. And we've been all general, generally everybody's talking Lakers and Clippers. And, and I'm thinking like, well, those are not the best teams in the West that's going to lose a high-level player. How, how come we haven't talked about Golden State? So that, that's what I know with that. And that's why I said, hey, Golden State may be a strong destination for Kawhi. Yeah, but again, if you're trying to make sense of it, why would Kevin mm-hmm. Durant leave Golden State when – they're, they got a chance here to win their fourth championship in five years, mm-hmm. his third straight championship. Like, if we're going to do logic, logic tells yeah. you the market's big enough, he can make more money there than elsewhere, why not yeah. just stay? Be- because he's not, um, I think he's not needed there. And, and I don't take this the wrong way. Um, I just think that Kevin Durant is so good that a, a team like Golden State doesn't need what he brings to the table. And they've, they've proven that without him. I really believe Kevin Durant is more of a crutch. And that's, and that's given him a compliment. He's just more of a crutch to Curry and Clay. I think when he's on the court, Curry and Clay just kind of just take a back seat because Durant is so good. And I just think that he needs to go to his own destination and really prove to us that he can win on his own. Now, Kawhi has already proven that. 
uh, presently speaking, with taking a Raptors team, a brand new team, a brand new coach, and here they are in the finals. Yeah. Now, you often say that you think Steph Curry's points are what more impactful than KD's points. Why do you Why do you believe that? Yeah, I I think Curry's I think Curry's points cut deeper. I just think Doug, you played you played at a high level. I just think where. When you when you when you hit shots the way this guy hit shots at the particular times, it's just demoralizing to your scout, your scout team, to to the defensive guys that are trying to stop a six foot three guy that's nailing forty foot bombs, other than a seven footer that's hitting two dribble pull ups. I, I mean, you have to look at it statistically. When Kevin Durant drops forty points, it's not as demoralizing as when a guy like Steph Curry drops. 35 points because it's in the style of fashion and how he does that. Well, it's also just the math of it, right? When you shoot a higher yeah. volume of threes and you score threes as opposed to twos, uh, it's a lot like kind of throwing haymakers instead of throwing body yeah. blows. Durant at times can be body blows. I-, I would tell you, though, it is pretty devastating when you're Houston or when you're <clears throat> when you're the Clippers and you do everything right defensively and you still stamp- can't stop Kevin Durant. Yeah, I, I just I think Kevin Durant's terrific. Like I said, I, I think he's fantastic. I think he's the best offensive player that we've seen in, I mean, quite some time. I mean, he's up there with Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. Um, but his points are are not as magnified as a guy like Steph Curry, who kind of does it in a new evolution type of way. I mean, you just can't. There's no defense for a guy that can come down and dance on you, wiggle on you, and drop. Uh, 40-foot bombs on you without looking at it going in. That is demoralizing. Um, so I just I just think that's what it does. Rashad Phillips, 23, uh, Sports Talk 2316, joins us. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, what do you think the right fit is for Kyrie Irving? Um, I, I think that Kyrie needs to go to a place. I really think, honestly, I think he should, well, I think it's kind of, that bridge is kind of burnt, but what he should do is hold out one more year and let the Miami Heat clear out their books and go to Miami. Um, but I know he won't do that. I think the pressure, people are trying to push him to Brooklyn, to New York, and even L.A. Um, but logically speaking, Doug, I think he, would, he, he should go back to Boston for one more year, let that play out, and let the Miami Heat clear their books because they got some big contracts. Let the Heat clear their books, and I think he should go to Miami in another year. But I don't know who's in his corner or what's going on, but that's what, if I was giving him advice, that's what I would tell him. Yeah, the problem there is it just seems to not be working in Boston that they don't. I know. You know, know. it just, he's got a guy, he, I don't think he respects the younger guys. And I'm not sure. And and I think he's, he's a challenging guy. He's a super talented guy. Like crazy, crazy talented guy. Crazy. But, but, you know, uh, it, it just didn't work. Anyone could see it, it didn't work. Uh, you've been a proponent of moving Ben Simmons off the basketball. How do you fix the Philadelphia 76ers if you were in charge? You draft. You have to draft a point guard. you got to find even you, – you just have to find a stabilizer for that team. I just think Philly lacks a stabilizer. They lack a guy like, like, a, like a point guard like yourself, a point guard like myself – just somebody that can stabilize that team and allow the other guys to play off that. That's why that's why TJ McConnell was so good with the Sixers because he stabilized those guys and they played better. I just think Ben Simmons 
needs to play off the ball more and still allow him to play make but not be the initiator. I just don't think he's good at an initiating standpoint, but still he's a great playmaker. So, again, I just think the general public, we, we pigeonhole these guys. They try to follow the pigeonholes, and they end up costing these, these, uh, these, these organizations of, of positions. Rashad Phillips joining us. It's sportstalk2319.com. It's sportstalk2319.com. Follow him on Twitter, at RP3Natural. You love uh, picking apart draft prospects. Zion, yeah. Zion Williamson, how good a pro will he be? Um, I think he's going to be good. I do. I think he's going to be good. Um, I, I can't say superstar right now. I, I don't see superstar. What I, what I do see... I see superstar off the court. I just think that the the, the markability, the shoe sales, the commercials. Um, but I really see a I see a good NBA player. I, I can't go superstar yet because to be a superstar, you just have to be completely dominant of the sport. And I don't know if he has the skill set from a basketball standpoint to actually dominate an NBA game. Obviously, he dominated college, but that's because of the physical attributes. But now. To dominate the NBA, you have to have some high skill attributes to be able to go to, and I don't know if he has that quite yet. John ja Morant, would you take Ja over Zion? Yeah, I would. I would, and 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 the and the reason I would, Doug, you can call me biased here. Um, I just think the point guard position is like a quarterback position. I just think that you don't draft a left tackle before you draft a superstar quarterback. That's just just how I look at it. So I think Jaws a guy that has the ball in his hands. He has the dynamics about him, and he's shown that he can do more with less. And you want guys like that. You want a quarterback that can throw receivers open opposed to a quarterback who needs great receivers around him to make him look like a quarterback. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. That's kind of how I look at it. uh, R.J. Barrett was thought to be number one. Uh, then, of course, the season happened, and a lot of guys have pointed out, boy, he can be a little bit stiff, not a great yeah. shooter. Uh, yeah. Maybe he doesn't go number three. Do you take him number three, or do you take Cam Reddish third? Ooh, I got I take Reddish, man. I mean, that's a, that's a no-brainer for me. Um, I, I would take Reddish be, just because I think Reddish has a game that is just, it's just more pro-ready. He, he just he passes the eye test. Um, I don't. A lot of times, Reddish is one of those guys I don't get caught up in his statistics. I just watch the tape. I watch his movements. I watch how fluent he is. And I look at the situation that he was putting in, Doug. I just think if Cam Reddish would have went, let's just say he would have went to Maryland in the Big Ten. I think Cam Reddish would have been a 21-point scorer, and we'd be talking about him being a number one pick. So I just think there was a situation at Duke. So if I'm New York, um, I know you took Kevin Knox last year. But Cam Reddish is, I just think he has some Tracy McGrady type of attributes that you just can't pass up. Rashad Phillips joining us. So let's get back to the uh, NBA playoffs. We talked about the matchups. Mm-hmm. You, you've likened some of the things Kawhi does to Michael yeah. Jordan. How? Well, his approach to the game. And, and, and when I first said this, I, didn't, I, don't, I wasn't saying that he's Michael Jordan. But I just think that there's some characteristics that if you're a true basketball person, you can't deny this. Um, the way that he gets to his spots, two dribble pull up right, two dribble pull up left, um, fade away over the right shoulder, fade away over the left shoulder, big hand dunks, palm in the ball, great on-ball defense, stoic demeanor, great leadership, competitor. All that says MJ to me. 
And the way that he's willed this Toronto Raptor unit, he's just echoed that more and more. The more I watch him play, I just keep saying MJ every time he take a pull-up jump shot. So who wins? Raptors in seven. Does KD play? No. You don't think he plays at all in the series? I, I, I don't. I think he. I think he. He does the the Bernard King or the Willis Reed in Game Five because I don't think this game. I don't think these play. This championship doesn't start till Game Five. So you got two games in Toronto, two games in Golden State, and then you got the pivotal game in Game Five. So if Durant makes an appearance, it's going to be Game Five. I think he plays in three. I don't think he'd be traveling with them if he didn't think he was close. Yeah, I don't. I, I really don't. I can't call that one. But I'm just. I'm saying game five. If it's two two going into game five, he has to play. Do, doesn't doesn't if if they don't win and he doesn't play, doesn't mm-hmm. that help the argument on what he's been able to do for this team? Not necessarily. I don't. I don't think so. I just think Toronto's a really good team. I think we're ignoring that Toronto's a good team. I, I'm not ignoring it. I mean, like, look, they've been, mm-hmm. if not for LeBron James, they play in a couple NBA finals previous to this, and then they added a better player and, and yeah. a winner and a leader, you know, an yeah. on-the-court leader in, in Kawhi Leonard. Like, I'm, I'm not denying that. I just, yeah. you know, like, look, if they lose and they've won, they've won the NBA finals all but one year, and the only time they've lost before is without him, and they lose without him, then the argument would be, well, wait a second, they can't win without him. Well, that would be that would be the narrative, Doug. But let's let's dig deeper. Let's dig deeper. Let's go into the regular season. Toronto beat them twice. It's, you can't do the regular season thing. Why not? Because it's a why not? It's a different game. It's a different sport. No, different officiating. You, it's everything's different. Come on, man. You know uh, that. You, no, you. But you can't just you can't just sweep under the rug. That well, then why do we play regular season? Why don't we just pick the best eight to make a bunch and just let to make, to make a bunch of money? Oh, okay. All right, there we go. Yeah. But. If you if, like, I like to dig deeper. They played, they went in overtime once in the regular season. Durant had 44. They yep. still lost oh. 43 or whatever. They still lost. Toronto is, a, is capable of beating the Golden State Warriors with or without because they've already done it. Yeah, no, listen, I, I, would, I agree with you. We are not in disagreement at all about Toronto. Um, yeah. But I, I will tell you that the, I, I disagree with the Warriors are much better with them, much better with them. And mm-hmm. and, uh, and 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 I think honestly, it's more of an indictment on Quinn Cook than anything, right? When Steph's out, Quinn Cook starts. That's right. why they're not as good, right? Whereas when <laughs> KD's out, they 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 slide Looney into the starting lineup, and that creates a mismatch it. for Steph. Like I think it's more an yeah. indictment of who their backups are than anything else. No, I know I, I get that. I, I totally get that. And this is uh, I, I don't want people to think because I really like Kevin Durant. Like I think he's I think he's fantastic. Like. He, I'm a, I'm, you also I'm a don't care supporter. about defense. You don't care about defense at all. You've you've basically stated that. Stop, stop. Listen to you. No, I, I really like Durant. I just think that he, I think Golden State was great before him, and I think they'll be great after him. Mm-hmm. That has nothing to do with him. And I think wherever Durant goes, he's going to make that organization great as well. I just think that it's just a it's just a weird, quirky situation where you got great on the left and great on the right. That's, I mean, and sometimes you try to put both of those great together, but you still don't get what you think you're going to get because they're both great. Yeah, That's no, no. See, it's, it's a more is more thing, and more is not always more. Sometimes less is right. Back, less is exactly. Back. Check out Sports Talk 2319. He's uh, Rashad Phillips. He's a great player. He's a great analyst, and he's a good friend. Thanks for joining us. I appreciate you, Doug. Thank you. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. 
Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.